welcome to Sharing the Journey. This is part two with Kathy. Part one is uh, came out a couple of weeks ago. And in this part, we're going to talk about her faith life. So um, how did you come to know the Lord? What were your influences? I learned a term when I, uh, in the mid nineties, I went to what's called a walk to Emmaus. And um, I would recommend that to anyone who hasn't done it. It's incredible. Uh, And it's basically a three and a half day time out uh, where there are people that are teams of people that are doing that walk and they, um, it's not a walk, by the way, it's a journey (laughs) and a spiritual journey. And it, and, and it's all about Jesus love and God's grace. And, and it, it, they just shower you with it. It's incredible, but so it's um, like a retreat. It is. It's a retreat starts on a Thursday night and ends on a Sunday evening. Uh, Hmm. It's, it's, it's awesome. (laughs) And, and during that walk was the first time I had ever heard the term prevenient grace, meaning that God's grace was, was uh, working in us before we understood who God was. And I can, uh, I can testify to the fact that uh, I, from childhood I had influences that brought me to, to, uh, to the point where I knew that I needed a savior. <clears throat> but um, first I reached, uh, I went to a kindergarten uh, that had the uh, director was an Episcopal priest. And uh, he later, again, my mother's influence, uh, <laughs> she got him interested in doing a braille and in, in learning braille. And he became a um, teacher of braille to blind kids in the Philippines. Um, wow yeah so that was really neat and he was just wonderful we we had we had a we had some really difficult things going on in life at that at the during that time and uh, he was just a wonderful friend and then in the house we lived in when um, my mother uh, first married uh, again the uh, there was a, a pastor and a Baptist preacher who lived across the street from us and uh, I'm sure you, I'm sure you probably had the same experience. But when you are around uh, children with varying handicaps, death is something that you find out about early, and um, or at least I did. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and he was he was always there. He was always ready to come over and let me sit in his lap and cry and. <laughs> Tell him I didn't understand why God took my friend and, you know, hmm. all those things. And he was just, um, he was so, so sweet and just kept telling me about the love that Jesus had for me. So fast forward um, several years. Um, when I was going to high school, the people that lived next door to us had a daughter who had a back problem and she had to, to carry a pillow around in school. And she was, she was my, they were my transportation home every day. And she would always get in the car. Hi, Kathy, how are you? How did you like school today? And I'm like, how is this girl 
being so cheerful when I've heard the taunts that she gets from people about carrying a pillow around and that kind of thing. How, how does she do that? Because, you know, I get, I get treated, you know, uh, you know, differently because of my disability. She has one that, you know, she, everyone notices and she is just, everything's wonderful. So I finally got the courage to ask her. And she said, well, I'm a Christian. I said, okay, I think I'm one. (laughs) (laughs) And she said, well, if you think you're one, we may need to talk about that. So we we did talk about it. And our school, um, (laughs) this could never happen now, but our assistant principal was a Christian and he used to have um, Christian people come and do assemblies oh wow so he had this one evangelist come one day and and you know it was one of those talks about so what would happen if you weren't breathing in the next hour you know that kind of thing and I didn't I didn't really like the I didn't really like the the assembly but but something something was working in me because um I, I was, I had a very hard time concentrating that day. And, uh, and I just, you know, so, so I, I, so when I got in the car, I was, I was a mess. And she said, what is the matter? And I said, I don't know. I said, I I didn't really appreciate that guy, but, uh, but something is, is happening to me. And she said, uh, uh, our church is, is doing the revival that he's doing and would you like to go and I said well I would and I said but I'll tell you when I was in seventh grade I went to a church with a friend of mine uh, and I went down the aisle and they thought I wanted to join the church and it wasn't I didn't I wanted Hmm. to find out about Jesus and she said I guarantee you she said my sister's account going to be a counselor (laughs) I'll make sure if you go down the aisle tonight I'll make sure you talk to my sister I said, okay, in that case, I'll go. So I did go, and I don't remember the sermon. What I remember is just is the, the singer in that church doing that song. I think Dottie Rambo was the first one to do it. Who am I? Uh, and I was like, who am I? <laughs> that a king would bleed and die for. You know, that's part of the course. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so... Uh, I told her that I wanted to go and and I talked to her sister and I told her sister the same thing. And she said, I'm going to tell you about Jesus. I'm not going to tell you about the church. So, um, so that's where it began. Um, And I continued in that church as long as I was uh, in the area that was uh, two weeks before my 17th birthday. So I finished school Mm -hmm. going to that church. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, um, um, I continued in church uh, after that almost continuously, but you know, Shelly, my my real testimony that that was an amazing time, but my real testimony is the fact that that um, there was a time in my life when I was questioning whether I had become a Christian that day, and I can honestly tell you that the Lord did not allow me to go down that road. Hmm. Uh, he kept telling me, I'm, I've been here. 
you just you haven't been with me and 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 yes you you knew you know me and i'm and, you know i'm living there in you and but you need to you know you need to get close to me instead of um looking for things um in the world to fix your problems hmm. and uh so uh so i The freedom and the power and the of that kind of forgiveness and grace is is what I consider to be my story as a and in my walk with with him because um, uh, I I had I was divorced I had two little toddlers you know and uh, and I had a, a very difficult time I, I didn't have any family at that point um, to fall back on and. I was alone and I just, I just, I was a mess. <laughs> and so God just, uh, I, I, I had continued in church though. And I, I had in fact started going to uh, churches where I was, um, I, I got to sit under some amazing teaching um, to, to help me understand the Bible. And I, um, that was, and, and so it, it, it took, it took a lot of years, but it started my, my turnaround started in the uh, mid eighties and, and, and continued. And then when we came to, uh, when I started going to the church we're at now, which is, was while I was still um, caregiving for Janie. Um, and uh and whereas the other churches I had been to had given me all the intellectual uh, information, all the head knowledge I could stand, <laughs> this pastor in this small town church uh, really taught me about heart life. And that the head, the, the head knowledge is great, but it has to start in the heart. And so... Uh, so, it's, so I've, I've been a work in progress since then, but, but I am so excited about, you know, because I think a lot of people probably experience some of what I experienced in that, that they, they come to know the Lord and then life happens and, and you know, and, and they maybe start walking a different path and, and, and then they're not sure, you know, what, what am I? Did I, am I really, do I really know him? Does he really, am I really his child? Um, and uh, so often it's just that we need to understand that God is forgiving, merciful, and his grace is all sufficient. Wow. One other thing I can tell you about, if it's all right. Um, it, <laughs> The fact that I'm a church pianist is a miracle because um, I grew up with several blind friends who could run rings around me on the piano. And I never thought of myself as a piano player. I, I used to think I could write songs. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> uh, and so I would play the accompaniments to those songs when I would sing them or to other songs that the group of us might sing together. But I couldn't really play. And never got to take lessons or anything. I, I had, I've had a piano since I was a small child, but, um, but I've just never, 
understood how to, I, I hear it, but I, I can't always, and I especially then couldn't put that into, couldn't make what I could do sound like what I was hearing. So, um, so then when I moved to, again, it's Northeast Texas, I moved here to this area. Uh, I was attending a, a Baptist church and, and this lady, uh, I, I did a special and I played for myself and she said, I'd like you to play for our praise team. And I said, no, 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 not, I can't. So she wouldn't let me off the hook. And so I, I did start playing, but they had another pianist that was also playing. So I did keyboard stuff and filler and things like that. And I, huh. I felt pretty comfortable with that. I didn't realize how much I was learning <laughs> while I was doing that. And then, and then I came, started going to the church that we're in now and uh, did keyboards did filler and stuff. And then uh, one day it was uh, kind of, well, there was a pianist and then there wasn't. <laughs> and so this uh, this wonderful friend at, at, the, at, at our church, uh, he said, well, Kathy, it's your turn. And I said, no, I, there's no way I can do this. I, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't ever played for a church, not, you know, not as the pianist, you know, without any help. And all that I, I can't do it and uh, so he encouraged me and other people did and and uh, I just I just God has taken what little skill I had and made it better and uh, uh, it'll never be what I'd love it to be but um, until heaven but <laughs> but I but I I, I, I I tell them all the time um, you guys just don't know I I get to experience a miracle <laughs> every week, you know, <laughs> and that's the only thing I know when, when I practice it at home, it's one thing. When I go up there and we start playing together as a team, it, it it's just better and it's just God. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, that kind of answers one of my questions, which is how have you seen the Lord working in and through you recently? Are there any other ways that, that you can think of? that you'd like to share oh you know uh, when you <clears throat> when you when you live with someone whose memory is going and and who uh, whose uh, moods are all over the place um we we just uh we just celebrated our 16th anniversary and uh, so but uh it's very very challenging mm -hmm. and it's very easy because it's it's continual change you know throughout a day and it's every day and it's you know it, and you don't know what to expect from one moment to the next and um and it's very easy to get uh depressed and and um and to feel like i you can't do it. <laughs> uh, how am I going to manage, keep, keep this going and, you know, make it the best it can be and all that. And uh, again, um, I can't, <laughs> and I have to realize that. And then I, I have to go to, you know, I have to just stop and go to, to him and talk it over and he gives me the strength to continue. And I just uh, really 
it, it, it's it it's amazing that the changes that that I've been able to make in me that <clears throat> should have made a lot of years ago. <laughs> well, now I'm not trying to do it. I'm <laughs> he's having to do it because it because it's uh, it's such a, a daunting task, uh, and uh, so but but he is and it's it's great i i uh i i was talking to some my friends on the way to church yesterday and i said you know uh when when i don't respond the way i want to respond and i respond with those things that paul tells us about gentleness and peace and patience and kindness (laughs) it's amazing how peaceful things are (laughs) Mm. yeah i uh so that's that is definitely um i've had the opportunity over the years i've lived in this area to uh to do some speaking i love to do that not because i mean i'm often a wreck before i start but (laughs) again god takes over and uh and and i i do feel like that um Number one, I want to I want to to help people understand that that blindness does not make us as different as people think it you know it does or it would or if it would it was them. And uh, the other thing is, like I said, the uh, the idea that beyond our our first step toward Christ when we when we accept Him. Uh, there is that amazing grace that continues and continues and continues and uh, that we can, we can have the assurance of. Hang on. Who helps you in your faith journey these days? Anyone you can recommend for us to read or listen to or. I, um, I guess my favorite teachers are uh, John MacArthur, um, to some extent, John Piper. Uh, David Jeremiah. I used Chuck, to listen to him. I like him Wendell. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, him too. Um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I really didn't get to know about Chuck Swindell until I started going to women of faith conferences years ago. And, and his sister Lucy was involved in that. Mm-hmm. So after, after I, I thought she was awesome. <laughs> then I, I said, well, I like Lucy. Let me see what this brother is like. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, uh, and, and our church is in a, in a, um, a ministry their main offices are in Dallas, actually. And it's um, it's called Right Now Media. And, oh, sure, I've heard. Of okay, it. and and they've got some incredible stuff there. So I'm getting a lot of my uh, a lot of my um, extra stuff from them. You know, so mm-hmm. they they get they allowed all of us that were members to they they paid they gave us a, a membership to that. So yeah, yeah, I was. Uh part of a church for a while and after i had left the church they sent me an email they sent it to everybody that they had an email address for and said here's 
here's how to create an account. And I'm like, well, I don't really go to this church, but I guess if they're going to pay and give it to me, I'll use it. And right? I'm really, <laughs> I kind of felt weird about it. And then I went on there and looked at the stuff and, but they've changed the site recently and it's not as easy to use for me. I'll have to try it again. Now that I have a, a different, I'm on windows 10 now. I'll have to try mm -hmm. it again, see if it makes a difference, but I, 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 and, and they are very uh, approachable if you contact them. They're are they? Just, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They really are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this is not necessarily what you were asking about, but um, there's another thing that I could, if it's okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I guess, I guess about four, three, three or four years ago, I had um, ear infections in both ears and I lost mm. a little bit of hearing. And prior to that, I had actually been diagnosed with Meniere's, but I don't know that they've ever been sure that that's really what I had. Um, I, I do have the vertigo and stuff that goes with it, but I don't, I don't have it very much at all now. But so that started the hearing loss. Well, then, um, um, couple of years ago, I noticed that, that I, I was not hearing, you know, I wasn't hearing walls. I wasn't hearing things around me for as well as I, so I had, I was tested. And at that point I had about a 40, 45 uh, or 46 or so percent hearing loss, which was not enough to, you know, but that, but after explaining, after explaining to the, uh, the audiologist what I was experiencing, uh, that my balance and my, my direction and my understanding of my environment were totally, you know, out the window. Um, she did agree, uh, approve the hearing aids. And uh, so I got them and I've been amazed at the difference, but I've also done what's called balance therapy and uh, they give that to anyone who's got like a vertigo problem or things like that but it's they've been doing some exercises and things with me to kind of help me to uh to understand the new normal for my environment mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh it's been wonderful so i i I, uh, I, I, I said that I mentioned it just to say that if anyone has is is experiencing something like that, it's an amazing how many of us have hearing losses <laughs> as we get older. But you can get hearing aids before the normal diagnosis would, you know, would, would allow, and uh, and you can, you know, have, do the, have the balance there to help with. Well, that is all the questions that I have. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, anything I didn't ask that I should be asking? <laughs> this podcast is still, you know, kind of new. So I'm always open to people's thoughts on maybe what direction I should take it. And, you know, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I, I, I uh, yeah, I, I think we covered most of it. Cool. Okay. 
Um, well, I guess we will wrap this up then. And uh, thank you so oh. much. This was really good. Oh, thank you. I, and, I enjoyed uh, it. Good. I appreciate <laughs> it. I really do. Okay. Well, I need to end this meeting so I can call my Schwann's delivery person back and tell him to bring me food. So <laughs> that's who just called. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shelly. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, let's see if I can find the end button. <laughs> da 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 da. Oh, here's here's end. End meeting. Bye. bye.